I get. I think this illustrates the problem with with editing and and being a really good editor. I'm listening to it and I'm like, okay, when's this going to kick in? Okay, I'm missing this thing. Okay, I'm missing this thing. I'm missing this thing. And I'm like, ah, this is this thing's broken. Except, I didn't stop listening, and I listened to and I listened to all of them. And then I had to go back and go, man, there is something working here that's working on a different level. The review was, I hated this thing. I turned it on. Nothing ever happened, and I couldn't stop listening. That's Nathan Lowell. He's the author of the Share novels in the Tennis Fairport series, and one of the nicer guys I know. So the question is, what's he doing on this podcast? I keep playing mind games with me, myself, and it's like, well, what if, what if Ishmael actually was the bad guy? He just doesn't know it. This is how to succeed in evil. You need people like me so you can point your fingers and say that's the bad guy. Just want to watch the world burn. An ongoing exploration of what makes bad guys good. Oh, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. And I'm Patrick E. McLean. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world it didn't exist. Who's your favorite villain? Oh, it's hard to say. I, 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 I'm really partly. It's you know from literature. It's. it's uh, I don't. I don't know if I have a favorite one. I think the one that that has affected me most was um, uh, was it Heath Heath Ledger's Joker. His take on that was so not cartoon. It was I could I could relate to him in a way that I don't know that I've I could you know I can't relate to uh, Darth Vader or any any of the normal villain villain people. Uh, he was there was something about that that character that just it was at once evil and compelling and, and in spite of everything real. Yeah, when he when he burned that pile of money, you know, yeah. Gotham deserves a better class of criminal. I mean, you, you, uh, th- that's just a that's a moment where he's just outside the just everything. Like he just he just wants to see the world burn. I suppose is a yeah. You know, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that I would film. buy that. I would I would go with I would go with it. I would take that at a very surface level. Gotham deserves a better class of of criminal, a better grade of criminal. Uh, they have they have such great you know it's a great heroes. We, you, we need some better criminals. You you people who are just fiddling about with money don't really have a grasp on on what a a, a criminal really is. You're just looking out for you know cash, the surface part of of being evil. Uh, yeah, he, well you're after to you're, a new level. It's just simple greed, you know, which yeah. is kind of an obvious sin. You know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some other villains. I was I was going through my catalog of my own villains, and and I, mine aren't really very satisfactory even to me. Um, the the ones and, and I'm I'm trying to get better at villains. The and I'm not really I, I, your your villain your your uh, lawyer just 
I, oh, I, top I, of the I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I giggle every time I think about that. Um, and and it's uh, there's this there's this idea of the antihero, and I and I think it's been done maybe enough. I don't know, um, but I, but I look at I, you know, the, the villains that I that I think of when I think about okay who's a who is a villain who is a bad guy you know we go back to Snidely Whiplash it's like, you know, it's like we can do better than Snidely Whiplash we can do better than than Perils of Pauline and getting uh, tied to the railroad tracks I'm not quite sure I know how well well I think uh, that's, that's where I want to go yeah I think that's kind of why I'm why I'm uh, excited by doing uh, this. This uh, how to succeed in evil podcast, and eventually aiming for a nonfiction book because, you know the like you could see that the, the mustache twisting snidely whiplash, you know, kind of kind of got worn out uh, at some point. We we outgrew it, and we have outgrown a lot of of villains. I mean, it's it's almost it's very hard in the modern world, especially especially the way you know information flows, and you can get a lot of sides of a lot of stories to have anybody be a villain with any complexity. Do you know what I mean? It's like you, 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 the the stock of stock and trade characters is really going down. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, pretty much burned. Uh, so yeah, as I, you know, look at, uh, I get a lot of response uh, from Burnside, the uh, the first mate on on William Tinker. I, I get a lot of reader response to the fact that that he he's he's a completely. Uh, self-absorbed misogynist creep, but what people respond to is that he punches Ishmael. Right? Really? That's that's where you that's where you get that's where you get your the response. And 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 for me, he's I, he was the first actual villain villain. You know, the the first actual antagonistic villain that I I I wrote. And I I go back and I look at that and it's like. Good Lord, I, I, I barely hid the corrugations in this cardboard. It's insane. And yet, it, it, we're, I'm, I keep looking at it going, what would I do differently? How would I make it better? How could I, how could I manage it? I think part of it is point of view, and, and I have such limited points of view in my, in my writing. The, uh, the guy who, who um, was supposed to be sinking uh, ships and stealing cargoes for the uh, insurance companies in um, in the Tenth Fairport series, he, he and and he took it to an extra level where he actually um, enslaved the crews and used them in his own private gold mine. That was that was a little more complex. He was a little more um, antisocial in in its it, it, sociopathic in his own in his own way. Yeah, but but you know you what you. What I really liked about, um, you know, the share novels is you you made something that was the volume knob kind of only goes up to three. Yeah. Um, but it's very compelling yeah. anyway, because it's it's a continual coming of age and recoming of age story. And it's really nice yeah. because and and I think this might be part of the way out of the, the, the villain conundrum is I feel like. um it was like Alan Moore said in that, that interview some weeks ago that got some play on the internet. Everybody comments on everything on the internet. But, uh, you know, he's like, he's kind of ashamed of superhero movies now. He's like, this is this is largely an amusement for children, and there are no more uh, serious movies. And, uh, 
some people uh, some people took great offense to that because they you know they obviously enjoy superhero movies and so do I like who doesn't like the Avengers but um, yeah the point you know the point being that everything has to be some um, you know I heard someone railing against uh, science fiction or fantasy or something I'm like come on guys everything's a science fiction story now basically um, basically. Uh, and, and I have a, I, I personally have a little bit of a, a little bit of a backlash against that. I kind of want a normal story about people who are overcoming, um, obstacles that, well, it's not the end of the world, but boy, that is a big, big hill for them to climb, you know, for them to climb. And that's, and that's, you know, that's, that's sort of why I, my, you know, it's like my stuff is, is, is uh, a response to the space opera where, you know, you've got to have blood in the scuppers and nicker on the bulkheads or it's not. You know, if it's not a, if it's not a giant space battle and thousands of people die, it's not really space opera. Really? Can we? And that and your analogy it goes up to three and stays there. Uh, it really doesn't get much above three. There's a couple of places where it might go up to four and a half. But and I, um, I think that's but, where the punch stands out so much. I think so. I agree. And I, and it could and it could be that it's because uh, they get so invested in the. In, in the main character, in Ishmael, that when he gets hurt, they feel it. And um, that's really the only time. You know, he sort of he sort of learns things and he puzzles through his problems and, you know, uh, you know has to make his way in the world. But that's really yeah. the only time he gets hurt. Well, physically. Well, yeah. He gets, he, yeah. He, gets, uh, he gets stabbed at the end. And uh, there's a... There's a he he gets a, a massive loss at the end, uh, yeah. without spoiling it. He's uh, he's pretty much left at the end. The first the first line in the book and the the first line of the series and the last line of the series is the same line. <laughs> it's call me Ishmo. Yeah, and 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 you know he he does get hurt. Is it, is this uh, the book that you you're you're working on now or or about? Yeah, the one on? I'm working on now is the first book after after this. Ownershare ended on a. A minor key. Yeah, no, I I, I remember. Uh, so uh, I, I've been sort of, you know, working with the Tanith Fairport franchise and and fiddling about with other stuff and trying to get my own mental health put back together again. Uh, but but there's uh, there's a certain I, I'm writing this new book. It's the first of of what should be a trilogy of the Seekers tales from the Golden Age of the Solar Clipper. Um, and uh, Ishmael and Pip get back together, and we're, I'm I'm having a ball uh, writing this, and and healing and helping or watching or healing with Ishmael as he comes to a new understanding of his place in the universe. And I think your your the earlier comment you made about um, coming of age and then coming of age and then coming of age, I, I, a lot of the stuff that I write because I am of a certain vintage uh, <laughs> I, I i have i have a i have a view of this coming of age thing the uh, the, the first tennis fairport story was uh, the, the log line on it was you're never too old to make a bad decision and i think a lot of people have this idea that you know you're going to grow up you're going to make your decisions and then everything is going to be fine and, and you just you know you'll 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 work your work and do your thing and once you've made your decisions it's it's pretty much cool and and you can move on and once you've made them you only have to make them once and what i have found over the last six decades is that uh, 
No, not really. Uh, you make them, and I'm sure you found it too. You make them, and then you have to make them again, and then they don't work out, and you have to make them again, and then maybe they do work out, but you still have to make them again. And so, you know, part of part of the whole aesthetic of of all of my work has this sort of basic theme to it of of common people doing really common things under sometimes extraordinary circumstances. Uh, you know, in, in fantasy, the, 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 this classic, you know, trope in epic fantasy is that, you, you know, you have the, the person leaves the farm, finds magic, gets puberty, saves the universe against the ultimate evil. And, and with Tanith, she's, she's already um, had the farm. She's trying to get home, and she's not trying to save the world against the ultimate evil. She's trying not to go crazy. And have you ever that's, re- that's real. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever read uh, uh, Lloyd Alexander? The name I Chronicles of Chronicles of Perdane. No, uh, the Book of Three. Oh, they're 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 juveniles, I suppose. Okay, but yeah, I don't really but... like that term because I mean, young adult or whatever. But they're really great, and the the fourth one in the series, he, I, he weaves sort of Welsh mythology into it, and they're quite old, and I. Um, the fourth one is about how this main character goes out on his own. They're sort of like the kingdom part of the thing, and there's vaguely zombies, you know, that they have to overcome and stuff. And it, uh, uh, he goes out among what are known as sort of the free people or the common people, and he goes seeking a trade. And it's just him trying to find his place in the world and trying to figure out, am I a blacksmith? Am I a potter? Am I this guy who scavenges things? And there is... And I don't think it ruins it at all. And it's it's moving just when I tell the story, like the bones of it is just moving. But he goes out and he's been given this really fancy sword. And along the way, he gets beat up by a bandit. And he has his sword taken from him. He has everything taken from him. And he, he labors to try and figure out whether he's going to be a blacksmith. And he makes his own sword. And it's kind of messed up. Like it, it's a little bent at the handle and it's everything. But when he meets the guy again, the fake sword breaks and his sword doesn't break because it's his and he made it and it's such a it's such yeah, a powerful yeah. um yeah. and there's plenty of um there's plenty of like uh, magic and high fantasy and and i get i think he you know i think he does wind up you know kind of saving or the universe and healing the kingdom and getting the girl at the end but this fourth book is nothing like that and it's the one i remember interesting interesting um yeah that's that's sort of you know that's and it's like and it goes back and I have I have a hard time I have a hard time with with evil personally um, so I and and I wonder um, you know, I I keep I keep playing mind games with me myself and it's like well what if what if Ishmael actually was the bad guy but he just doesn't know it well I mean everybody is 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 kind of somebody else's bad guy at some point. Like I, yeah. I, um, yeah. I, I had to explain this to my wife at some point um, a while ago. She was, why, why is, you know, why are we fighting in Afghanistan or why are those people so upset at us? And I said, well, and this is, you know, deep into the mess. And I said, well, you have to understand we're the bad guys. And she goes, what do you mean? And I yeah. said, well, if you come from a tribal society, and you, you value, you know, bravery and seeking justice and being forthright and, and you know, it's, it's an ancient, you know, society there. And then yeah. what, what we do is we just 
no person puts their life at risk and you know you fire a missile from a drone and kill somebody that's kind of cowardly and it's there it's like it's their country if you rolled into this country right or you know right or wrong i'm not i'm not judging that but from their perspective like somebody rolls into here and starts killing people they're the bad guys sure. um even even uh you know even a, a a settler in the old west who's not killing indians well maybe they're carrying genocidal bacteria or virus they're the bad guy they're the bad guy yeah they're they're taking they're taking ownership of something that shouldn't be owned there's a bad guy yeah um so yeah i don't know how how um ishmael would be the bad guy it's 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 just not that kind of thing it's um it's yeah, a slow it, it, it's yeah yeah if I, so i don't know I, I, it's interesting this uh, this this new book the secret one i don't even have a real title for it yet uh, but having him go together, get together with uh, with Pip again, and uh, to go uh, off on an adventure that is completely anathema to uh, Ishmael, uh, but Pip is pushing it. Pip, Pip is driving. Uh, it, it's it, it's a it, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Oh my God, I'm having so much fun with it. I've written like thirty five thousand words in the last week. Um, oh, that's great. Well, it's all right. It's not, you know, it's not my my normal pace. It's sort of like, well, it's seven, yeah, seven days, five k each, in the last seven days. That's, um, that's a pretty good clip. It's it's coming along. It it gives me a couple hours in the end of the day to kind of unlax and rewind, and and I need to find time to to do some recording because I've got people who want stories to read. But, um, but yeah, uh, it's it's fun. I'm not sure the bad guy is i'm not sure who the villain is i'm not sure what the story is because as you probably know i'm a panther i have no idea where this story is going uh it's going somewhere it's definitely going somewhere yeah. uh, i probably have to go back and chip off some of the, the front end where i didn't know where it was going but once i get to the end and figure out where it's been i'll be able to make a story out of it yeah and it, it's funny because when i started you know i didn't even know you and i li- started listening to the share novels um you know, I was listening to it, and I, I said to myself, this, I, get, I think this illustrates the problem with, with editing and, and being a really good editor. I'm listening to it, and I'm like, okay, when's this going to kick in? Okay, I'm missing this yep. thing. Okay, I'm missing this thing. I'm missing this thing. And I'm like, ah, this, is, this thing's broken. Yep. Except I didn't stop listening. And I listened, stop to, listening. And I listened to all of them. And then I had to go back yep. and go, man, there is something working here that's working on a different level. It's, it works on a different level. Um, uh, I get that was I, that was I kept getting you know, the feedback when I was actually sending it out to agents and stuff way back in the beginning. Uh, that was what they kept saying is that well this isn't you know the pacing is wrong and it's got nothing happening and and it won't work and uh, we can't sell it and all the rest. And yet uh, online from uh, the the very first uh, not patio book review of the the audio was from a guy that I don't think he's around anymore, but he went by the name of Salty Pig. And his view, his uh, review was, I hated this thing. I turned it on, nothing ever happened, and I couldn't stop listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, and that's and that's you know that's sort of the way it goes. But, but like there I, are, I, and I have no idea how this works. There are, um, you know, I don't think anybody does. I think that maybe um, you know I have ideas of how I think a story works uh, that I sort of carry like a talisman into the dark. Um, <laughs> that's a good analogy you know, uh, but but basically i mean you have to go to where nothing has been made and then make something and it's just and make, it's unpleasant <laughs> um it is 
Well, and, uh, you know, and it's, I think a, a lot of it is um, because you and I operate in the space that we do, uh, we don't really have to please anybody, which means that we can, we can write in a niche that other people can't afford to. We can tell the kinds of stories that, that we want to read, uh, even if they're not common stories. And by making uncommon stories, we find people who like that sort of uncommon I think it goes. It goes back to your your, your comment about more about um, superheroes. It's like, well, well, yeah, okay. There are people who don't like superhero movies. I don't like vampire movies. Okay, uh, there's plenty of other stories around, and there are plenty of people who like them. So, let's uh, let's not be too. I don't know. Judgmental is the wrong word, but let's not be too prescriptive about what makes a story good or what makes a story appealing, because uh, Sturgeon's law still applies. And it's unilateral. <laughs> what, uh, what, what's Sturgeon's law? Sturgeon's law is ninety percent of everything is crap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and but it's unilateral because my ten percent of good stuff is not the same ten percent as your good stuff. So it's a unilateral finding, and not on the part of the person who's publishing it. Um, you know, it's. Uh, I have this thing taped on my wall. It's a quote from Thelonious Monk, which is, uh, "The a genius is the one who's most like himself." Oh, and for the last, I don't know, maybe for the last six months, maybe, maybe less, but I've been really trying to figure that out because it's when you, when you're writing something and like you said, we're in a place where I go back and forth. I'm like, ah, maybe I could make this thing that would be interesting, you know, maybe it's saleable. And then I go back to, you know, I don't need the money. I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing other work. I've got, we're fine. Why don't I write something that, that really interests me and even so i i wrote this thing that um you might you might like it's it it is it's a crime novel but it is sort of a coming a re-coming of age novel um mm-hmm. and it started off as a um as a parker um uh the richard stark kind of you know just professional criminal mm-hmm. and my question was because I, I read i don't know all of them at a tear the the year my son was born i mean just ripped through them they're magnificent um but uh my question was, what happens to this? Because he never finished the thing. I'm like, what happens to this character when he gets old? I mean, how does he go out? And yeah. it, it becomes a. I mean, it, I've I've written actually two books. Um, I have to edit the second one. I've got the third one outlined. Like it's, but it went in directions that I I couldn't even, you know, imagine and probably make it very difficult. But, um, you know, it, it's really the question of how do you, how does this guy know when he's done? How does how can he like retire when do you know it's time to stop doing something when yeah, do you, when do you your, hang it up what, or, and when do you just let your your habits r- you know rule you and um or are, are you are you so stupid you don't know when you've won i mean those kind of things um interesting questions uh so yeah and and really when uh when uh, pg uh holyfield uh died last year um yeah it really kicked me in the ass um, yep. in terms of if I'm going to uh, if I'm going to do this writer thing, I really need to. I really need to do it. So I just knuckled down and I, I and this for me, this is a lot. I, I did probably th- did 315, 320,000 words of fiction in the um, last year. Yeah. And a lot of it in the last six months. 
um, yeah. last four yeah. months because I went, you know, you're just going to write and write and write and write, and you got to have some output. Yeah, you got to. And that's, you know, I'm looking at my calendar because I, I have a year at a glance calendar, uh, and it's uh, it marks my, my podcast. So if I have a, a day where I walk and, and do the talk, it's got a little green circle. And if it's a, a day where I don't walk or talk, it's got a red circle. And I also make little notations about whether or not I've written that day and how much and stuff. And so I can look at the not so much what I'm going to do for the year, but where I've been for the year. And uh, this year has been really bad for me. Uh, I've had a lot of uh, medical problems. Uh, I had some medication issues early in the year. And then in July, uh, <laughs> uh, in July, I had a problem with a, a prescription that had expired, but I didn't know it because I had a lot of extra pills and the actual pills had expired and I didn't know it. So I kept getting sicker and sicker and I couldn't figure out why because I kept taking my meds, but I just wasn't getting any better. Oh. Uh, and uh, so, uh, yeah, June and July and a lot of May are really bad. But now that I've got everything balanced out again, the my goal, I've got eight books on my to-be-written list. Um, and it has occurred to me, and PG's passing didn't gave, gave me a little wake-up call, too. Uh, I'm a lot older than PG was. And uh, if I'm going to leave something... I best get my butt moving because I don't have a lot of time left to leave. So yeah, five uh, k a day is is my new my new norm. It's my new goal. It's it's where I want to go. It's what I want to do uh, until they can't wheel me up to the keyboard anymore. Until my fingers don't actually work anymore, or or maybe my brain doesn't work anymore. Well, you know, it's uh, I guess that I guess one way to say it is uh, death is the ultimate villain. Yep. Yep. It's um, and I I keep going going back to Shakespeare's the the ending is grave. <laughs> <laughs> tis not what is it? Tis not so deep as a well or as wide as a barn door, but twill serve. Twill um, serve. Twill serve. serve. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's um, I don't know, it, it, but that sort of illustrates. You know, it, it's not that it's not that to make a bigger story you have to make. I guess to empower villains and make bigger and bigger obstacles, you know, for your yeah, character I, to be powerful. I had this idea, and I don't know what I'm ever going to do with it, but I, I I wanted to have a protagonist who is just has an eighty IQ because because that makes every obstacle and everything that we take for granted. I mean, and I, it, it, this is an impossibly sad scene, but the scene jumped into my head as I was um, as I was trying to put together something for my son on Christmas Eve. I'm like, what do you got? What, what if you got this guy and he's not that bright, and he just can't? He's got something wrong with him. And he can't figure out how to put together the toy. And you know, yeah. he's, he's gone out and he has to work all the time, and he doesn't make much money. He's gone out and he bought this toy at Kmart, and he's trying to put this toy together for his kid, and he just can't do it. I mean, yeah. that's that's an obstacle. That's an obstacle. Uh, that's a there's a there's there's more than one story there, by golly. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, this uh, this has taken a very different we, turn than I expected, but this is wonderful. We rambled. No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> oh, because, I mean, because because this is the kind of nobody talks about this stuff, or, or when I people who talk about writing or they try and make everything too, too polished or they want to talk about you know, and this is mm -hmm. like the wrestling with the unknown of it. 
Yeah, we, and and the unknown of it to me, the unknown of it is is really where the magic is. That's you 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 go you go you go into nothing and and leave when it's something, and and maybe it's something interesting and and maybe it's just something. Yeah, you know, and and it's funny too because. Uh, you know, you, you don't know why somebody listens to something or why they read something. And it's part of the way I'm doing this this podcast in this format. I want to interact with people. And I, I like people who, you know, I like other authors. I like talking to them. Um, but, you know, for a lot of people, um, and I do, I do recommend, I recommend your book uh, to a lot of people. Um just because it, it like the, it going up to three is very refreshing. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh there are a lot of people who write a book and or if someone asked me, like they said, I'm going to read 25 more books in my life. Which one of yours should I read? I'd be, you don't read one of my books. <laughs> you, no, there are, no. If you're only going to read 25, let's, let's get serious about this. Do you, you right, know what I mean? So I right. can't like, I can't be like, this is the greatest thing ever. I no, I can. And I don't think that really is a good argument to make. What I can say is, you know, do, very persuasive is, you know, listen to somebody and be like, man, this guy is great. I want to read his book. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's, I think that's the new, that's the new publishing. That's the new, I, I keep hearing particularly traditionally published authors talking about the cults of personality. It's like, yeah, like Patterson is a cult of personality. Give me a break. Well, it was, we'll do it, this again. yeah, it was great talking to you and good luck with the words. Hey, you too. And good luck with this project. Uh, it, it sounds like hella fun. I wish I was, uh, I wish I was going to be in DragonCon, sort of. Um, well, yeah, 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 sort of. Sort more, of. More important, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs>